attention listeners to some jerks who talk about <laughs> movies, the podcast. Before you embark on listening to the remainder of this podcast, please be warned. This episode deals with subject matter too terrible to describe in some company. I pray for each of you who listens to this podcast and finds these movies slightly appealing. If you listen to this podcast and decide on your own free will to watch these films, I pray for you. I weep for you. And may God have mercy on your soul. The episode will now begin. Well, we are looking for perks and we are... Talking with jerks, we are just looking, 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 and talking, talking, talking. We are just jerks who talk about What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Doug. And I'm I'm Michael. And I'm Tristan. And... (laughs) And, uh... Doug, can you not? I wear wear the headphones, so I I get all of that. I know. Doug (laughs) Doug is angry. Welcome to Some Jerks Who Talk About Movies. Doug has had a... Doug has had quite an experience with the subject matter tonight. Doug saw a film. And a collection of nine short films. Uh, can, can we call that a film? Uh, Somebody else. We watched Cars Two today. <laughs> Thank you. And no, we watched. We didn't m- just watch Cars Two. No, we, we did not. We also watched a collection of Mater's Tall Tales. Disney oh, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? One film, Who knows how many Tall Tales you have? Maybe he has more. Films. Good thing they weren't televised. Shut up, Tristan. <laughs> well over two and a half hours of Cars-related content was consumed tonight. Not even good Cars-related. Even the Pope was was involved. <laughs> no, spoiler alert. There's a Cars Pope. <laughs> we'll get there. Oh. I wanted to weep so much tonight. Yeah, Doug had a grand old but time. But tears would not come. <laughs> like, we had to... Uh, we'll get into this a little bit later, but there were times in the movie we had to pause just so Doug could react. By react, he means I needed to take a pillow, muffle my voice, and scream. Doug took his shirt off. <laughs> I did. did. Yeah. This was an unfortunate evening for the jerks. There came a point where I could do nothing. I didn't want anything to touch my person. And I removed the shirt from my body. Meanwhile, we didn't get an explanation for this. Doug's just like, I'm going to take off my shirt. I'm just like, okay. I suppose we should, we should reflect from the beginning as to the events that transpired that, that left a shirtless Doug begging for the sweet release of this film's end credits. I wanted to leave. I really thought it's about true. just getting up and leaving. For, for, for a minute, when uh, we got to the Pope Mobile, I thought you were going to. I, I really thought I was going to leave. I really thought I was just going to get up, walk out, you call me when you're ready to record this. <laughs> no, part of me would have found that really entertaining, but I'm glad you stayed. That makes one of us. <laughs> Alright, so before we get into... Uh, Really breaking down the movie. Why don't we go around the circle and talk about what we know of cars coming into tonight? Tristan, why don't you go ahead and get started? Well, I'm. Uh, I used to 
be I, I I mean I guess I still am a huge Pixar fan. I kind of grew up uh, wanting to be an animator with Pixar, and so I watched Cars, and then I didn't watch Cars two for a long time until like I don't know 2014 I guess I watched Cars two. Um, so I've seen it before, and I played the games, and I've seen Cars three as well. So I've seen them. So you're a Cars veteran. Yeah. I, I've seen a car before. That's good. I drive a I, car. I, I hear that. Yeah. The uh, seatbelts in your back seat don't work. So. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Well, I mean, they'll find out when they get in my car. I, bet. I found out today. Same. Well, so, Michael. Yes. What is your background with cars? My experience with cars. I'm yeah. glad you asked. You can talk about the movies, too, if you would like. I, I'll refrain. I, I think there's a time and a place for this discussion, and... I think for the sake of everyone, let's just take a moment and discuss what we know about cars before this evening. I want to cry right now. <laughs> this is why we're taking a moment. So here's, here's the thing. I grew up, I knew about Pixar. Pixar made good films. Remember The Incredibles? You remember Bugs Life? You remember Toy so Story? Good. These were good films. These were good wholesome. family pictures right here. These, these were all motion pictures that needed to be seen. And I remember watching Cars and thinking, that was all right. And I remember watching Cars 2 when I was younger and thinking, that was not alright. But I did not, and it, as a young child, I, I could not comprehend the film so well. So when I came into this, I knew it was going to be bad, so my expectations were that it would be bad. And they were surpassed, but not, not in a direction that you would want them to be surpassed. Yeah, yeah, I'd seen it before, but it was like, I don't remember it being this bad, I guess. I don't know. Maybe maybe Doug's reaction. Movie made is it. aggressively unfortunate. I don't know. That that is certainly a phrase for it. Uh, I myself, um, like Michael, I was a fan of Pixar. I like Pixar. Uh, definitely more so in my later years. Not as big of a fan growing up. So um, there is a collection of Pixar movies that I have not seen uh, included in that list. The Good Dinosaur, Brave, and all three Cars movies. <laughs> so tonight was my first experience in the Cars universe. Um, it was something. Mm. Had it not been for the uh, collective reactions of everybody I was watching these with, I would not have kept watching. Alright, Doug. The moment we've all been waiting for. Let's, what is your uh, experience with the Cars movies? I was born in the year 1998. <laughs> I remember vividly watching Toy Story, Toy Story 2, A Bug's Life, Incredibles, Finding Nemo. Such good, wholesome films. Those are the good, good films. dinosaur. <laughs> Please Shut cease up. and desist. <laughs> I, I remember being a young lad going to the theater... With my father. What is this accent, Doug? <laughs> to watch the first Cars film. <laughs> complete with performances by Larry the Cable Guy. And Owen Wilson. And Rascal Flats. Wow. And Rascal Flats! Such a charming little <laughs> film. I was young. And I enjoyed it. And then this. This pile of human waste and excrement. Don't you mean 
car waste? Shut up. And nine associated short films. Oil leaks. WikiLeaks. I saw this film on TV. <laughs> I did not see this film in theaters. I saw this film on TV. <laughs> specifically on ABC Family before it became free form and it decided to be edgy. And I didn't like it. I thought like, it was I'm childish. I'm for a second. Because uh, I was uh, curious about something. Uh, I pulled up Larry the Cable Guy's IMDb profile page. <clears throat> and on every IMDb page for an actor, they, when you go down to their films, you, uh, it lists the ones that they're most well-known for first. Cars 2 is on that list. I know. Okay. Also, for those of y'all who don't know, Larry the Cable Guy is not actually from the South. He was born in Nebraska. Yeah, I know that too. As Daniel Lawrence Whitney. You may continue. Daniel, why? <laughs> Get her done. When I first watched this film, <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I thought it was. And then time passed, and I, I watched it again. And then I started to realize it's not a joke. It's not a good film. And then later in life, I saw it again, and I realized, oh, this is actually a very bad film. Yeah, you know Pixar, they spend uh, you know, millions of dollars making jokes. And then, <laughs> several years later, Cars 3 came out. And I saw that film in theaters. Not wanting to see a good film, but instead wanting to see a film which I thought would be as bad, if not worse, than the previous installment in the series. And I was wrong. Cars 3 was, in fact, better than Cars 2. It would be hard. That massively some, better. It's a high some, bar. <laughs> some, some could argue that it is one of the better films in the Cars series. Up three. I think objectively it's at least second best. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that can be argued. Since watching Cars 3, I have not seen Cars 2 until this fateful night. And what nightmare hath man wrought? <laughs> it was a dark Screw night for some jerks. If you couldn't tell, Doug is a huge fan of this. Alright, great. Now we got that dramatic garbage over. <laughs> I hate this film. I hate it so much. I want it to burn. I want it to burn in a pile of trash. Not I I don't even want it to go. I don't even want it to go. To, to the lake of fire to burn for all eternity because I think that that is too good for this movie. Well, first we watched Mater's Tall Tales. <laughs> Mater's Tall Tales. Yeah, so you thought you were going to just get Cars 2? Nope. I hate this. It was a prerequisite so nine much. short films. I hate this so much. What about Boss Baby, Doug? Do <laughs> you like that one? I could watch Boss Baby for years. Hey, Doug, you want to watch Grease 2? <sighs> okay. Doug didn't take his shirt off during Boss Baby. Or Grease 2. Shirt was firmly on the body. <laughs> Can I just say this? <laughs> yes. If I had the option between watching Grease 2 back to back to back for an entire day and having to watch this film once more, I would choose Grease 2 three times over. <laughs> three days of Grease 2. Wow. I He's... would pick three days... Of the reproduction song 
and high school <laughs> talent show over I, I, this I wanna tr- filth. I kind of want to test that. Be careful what you wish for, Ben. <laughs> I, I ain't watching it with you. You have no idea what I'm capable of. Alright. I have seen things that you have you can never imagine. Well, I think we're in recovery mode tonight. Yeah. I think um, we're still taking a moment to breathe. But yeah. Uh, so we're going to get away from Cards 2 for a minute. We're going to talk absolutely. about uh, Mater's Tall Tales. Uh, so for those of y'all that don't know, Mater's Tall Tales is a collection of... Okay, nine... actually, actually, that's not entirely true. Okay, so... <laughs> Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Well, I mean, well, I mean, go you, ahead, Doug. You, you are okay. So <laughs> just, just go ahead. Don't, don't don't worry about us. So, in preparing to release Cars Two, uh, the Disney Channel released nine short films on a weekly basis uh, to kind of in order to promote the film. Well, you just said it was a collection. I'm I going said into it was a collection of short films. I know, but I'm going into I'm going into the reason that this whole thing exists. Um, ben, you weren't very specific. So you were not specific enough, sir. Um, so anyway, so each week would just kind of tell a different Mater's tall tale. Ben, you may continue. No, you pretty much got it. Oh, how generous of you, yeah. Doug. So Ben, what kind of tall tales does Mater tell? Well, I'm glad you asked. We had nine different tall tales that featured Mater doing a lot of different things, but all kind of revolved around the same um, structure. Mater would be telling this tale. Well, actually, no, he would begin with if I'm not I'm crying, you may continue. No, go ahead, Doug. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, following, if I'm lying, I'm crying, uh, you would receive a title card with the... Don't mind me, I'll just sit over here. ...with the title of said short film, um, and then you would get uh, some random occurrence happening... In um, in Radiator Springs, and Lightning McQueen would bring attention to it, and Mayor would be like, "Man, you think that's crazy? Well, once I was up blank, and then Mayor would pros- would progress would, would he would tell his story. He would then tell the story in flashback mode of how he was that blank, and then Lightning McQueen would put so eloquently, "Mayor, that didn't happen." And then Mater would so eloquently respond back, Well, shoot, you ought to know. You was there with me. Um, and then we will return to the flashback in which you see both Lightning and Mater involved in the tall tale. Then the short will end with, uh, with Lightning McQueen saying, Mater, that could not have happened. And Mater basically going, Shoot, it's okay. It doesn't really matter because... Uh, Something that ties the real world into my tall tale will now exist to show that I was telling the truth. And then the glorious credits will roll. But would they? Sometimes. Or would it not go into the next That's tall right. tale? Yeah. We watch all well, we watched the collection. Well, there was no it, gap. Yeah, it went straight into the next The tales yeah. did not cease. Well, let's talk about the tales individually. Yeah. We don't have to go through every one. Ben, could but... you give us the well, first Well, I mean, time. I have the fullest. I have a great idea, okay? Right. Of course you do. Why don't we go through every single one? Okay. We'll save the last two to talk about together. But each one, just one of us will take it. We'll just go in a circle. I don't even remember the earlier ones. That's okay. He'll... We'll make it work. Ben will give us the... Okay, I've got the list. He'll give us the list. 
And then, uh, so, okay, we can start with Ben, then okay. Tristan, then me, then Mike, then Ben, then Tristan. Then we'll just mm-hmm. talk about the last two together. Sure, I guess. All right. Because we have some stuff to say about the last two. Yeah, that, that's... What's the first one? Well, the first one is Daredevil Mater. Let's begin. Uh, so, in the story of Dare, Daredevil Mater, Mater is basically Evil Knievel, doing all these wild, dangerous stunts that aren't actually wild and dangerous. Uh, one such stunt we see is a jump that looks like he's going to jump over a long line of cars. He backs up, he shoots up the ramp, and what does he do? Lands on, like, the first and second car, and she's like, pardon me, excuse me, come on through. Till he gets to the other side, and the crowd goes wild. Uh, yeah, they seem to see these feats that he's doing as something supernatural. Yeah. The but women just, were there. He's just doing the, it. The women were there. Oh, there's two little there's, there's two little girls, I guess. I don't know how old they are. They seem like they're, I don't know, 13. Just pop up everywhere and uh, show up to cheer on Lightning McQueen. I believe but, that Mike and I have a theory about that. Oh. Uh, I know y'all do. But anyway, uh, we get to... Uh, what was the name of the canyon? Hmm? What was the name I don't of the know. canyon? Oh, canyon. Uh, Carburetor Gorge. Yep, Carby- Carburetor to, Canyon. Uh, Carburetor Canyon, or Gorge, whatever it is, where they are going to do the jump. And at this point, Lightning Queen jumps in and like, Come on, Mater, you know that didn't happen. To which Mater responds, Well, shoot, you all know you was there with me. Yeah. And then we flash back hmm. to the scene... Uh, Lightning McQueen is having a set of rockets strapped to the back of him, uh, which is then promptly lit so he can go down the ramp. And he goes flying. Thank you, Ben. You can't see this now because this is audio form, but Ben just did a vertical motion with I thought you were just about to... He just did... But I have a question. Ben just shot off into space. Did he make it? That is... No, no, he no, didn't. no, he, he, did. he did not make it. That's right, because uh, uh, man, <laughs> you look happy to be here, Tristan. <laughs> these are just so dumb. Why are we spending so much time on these little shorts? Just hurry it up. Because Talk, I want to just say it. Tales. No, I don't I want, want to. to Nobody wants this, Doug. The time. Look, we Doug all had to sit through this crap. Too. Doug, no. <laughs> don't. Lightning McQueen didn't make it, y'all. He didn't make it. Great. He didn't make it. He's bad. It's a bad short. Next. That's great. All right. Tristan, All right. now you take over. For the firefighter. The firefighter. Yes. What happened? I don't even remember that one. Mike, with the firefighter. So dumb. So, we've got Tomater. And he now. has to go <laughs> to put out this fire, which is happening at the Match and Gasoline building across town. Great. Which is a legitimately funny. Whoever signed off. Whoever's running code in this town, it's a problem. So he goes over there. <laughs> he puts out the fire. Lightning McQueen's like, well, Tomater, you weren't there. He's like, Doug, if you could. Well, shoo, you are. No, you was there with me. And then he's there with him. And so <laughs> he's in the burning building. He's now in the burning building, and uh, the fire is put out, and he is taken through a series of doors, which which are all simultaneously smashed against his face. And then it's it turns about out nine doors. It's about nine doors. And it turns out that uh, towards the end of the of this narrative we've been watching, this gripping thematic tale, Tomater <laughs> is also the hospital's doctor. And the girls are there too. The girls are there, they're cheering him on. They're they're very happy. Girls running theme, two small There's also compact a, vehicles. A GT as uh, well. 
questionably interested in Tomater's antics, but regardless, surgery begins and we leave the tale there. Uh, yeah. Also, once again, leaving Lightning McQueen's fate ambiguous. Yeah. Alright, Doug. Monster Truck Mater. So, um, this starts off with a monster truck driving through Radiator Springs, uh, to which Mater, go and Mater goes, you know, I used to be a monster truck, and we then flash back to see that he was, oddly enough, a luchador. Um, oh, that was a wrestling one. He said he used to wrestle, didn't he? Yeah, he was, he was a monster truck wrestler. Oh. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. He was a monster truck wrestler. Yeah. Okay, yes, sure. With an A. They, they just... No yeah. E inside. A rusty bucket of awful spirit. It was <laughs> and, a wrestler. And, and then we learn that... Mater's tow cable has got ungodly powers, and he can just destroy anything with the power of his tow cable. Mm-hmm. We then flash back to Radiator Springs, to which Lightning McQueen says, Mater, that didn't happen, to which Mater replies, Shoot, you all know, you was there with me. <laughs> we was a tag team. Yep. Um, yeah. Then we see them as a tag team, and they kill a man. They flip a stage on top of him. Yeah, big boy. Yep. If you him. could describe that. Well, I don't know if it was a man. It was a creation, it. wasn't it? So, Mater, at the end of this big fight, is talking to his two fetish girls. Um, and there's, there's, there, there's something sexual with this. I mean... These... Okay, the two recurring, like, many vehicle cars... We have a theory. We have a theory. So, they first appear in the first Cars movie, and they flash their headlights at Lightning McQueen. Right. Now, it is the common consensus amongst the internet that that is taken as the girls flashing Lightning McQueen. That is the literal definition of what they did. Yes. Um, so, seeing as that happens, they are in every single one of the Tall Tales, and they fawn over Mater every single time. They're Mater's groupies. Yes. Which... Absolutely. If you know, okay, just using a definition from another film, one which actually has thought put behind it, um, School of Rock, Miranda Cosgrove so eloquently puts it that, for lack of a better word, a groupie is, seeing as this is a family-friendly podcast, a harlot. Um, This is not the literal word used in the motion picture. This is not the literal word used in the motion picture. Um, You're all smart people. You you got this. Yes. If not, go watch School of Rock. It's a legitimately great yeah, film. Um, so seeing as that is the case, uh, my friend Michael Ruiz and I have decided that clearly somebody somebody is using these women to uh, these cars. Excuse me. To enjoy themselves in a way that probably the Disney company would not be too pleased to know of their enjoyment. It's a fetish. Therefore, it's a fetish. <sighs> All right. Well, so, bottom line, the end of the monster truck thing, um, so Mater's talking to these two fetish girls, and, um, and, uh, and Lightning McQueen's about to die, and he just says, tag me in, and Mayor goes, okay, and he tow truck attaches his cable to the big giant monster truck that they're fighting the cable hooks on it he says gotcha or excuse me gotcha 
um, and then drives away, which causes the not only the car, but the entire stage to flip on top of the car and flatten the car. So he killed the man. That's a heavy boxing ring. Car death is a recurring theme in our oh, night's yes, yes. viewing. Right, that is that episode. Uh, unidentified flying mater. Okay, this one was kind of sweet. This one was a little sweet, guys. A little sweet story. Little little mater driving around at night. Comes upon a railroad track. You got a, uh, a UFO hops in. Starts learning things. Starts start learning how to speak. Because he listens to the mater. Says, repeats, repeats his words. Specifically the phrase, Daggum. A lot of... Uh, a lot of references to movies like E.T. and Close, Close Encounters. And then he gets caught by the military, and there are no snipers set up to defend the base, Area 51, which is dumb because there are in real life. And uh, they just get in. Mater gets in. Uh, he sneaks in. He saves the UFO. I don't know what else happens. I don't remember. It's well, they flash back to Radiator Springs and Lightning no, McQueen. Oh, wait, no, yeah, you're right. A whole you're bunch right. of dumb things they happen. They Radiator Springs, and Lightning What McQueen does Tomato say, Doug? Lightning McQueen says, Mayor, that couldn't have happened. And Tomato says, Shoot, you all know you was there with me. And he pops into existence. <laughs> Lightning McQueen just comes out of nowhere, just apparates, just pop, <laughs> pops in. There he is. And, he's uh, coming in hot now. And he's just Mind also yourself. running from the military who's chasing them. Um, so, next. No, not yet. The, uh, big UFO comes and picks them up and saves them. Oh, sure. <laughs> I forgot the part where I cared, Ben. Tristan is enthused by these proceedings. I just want to move on. Alright, uh, next one is El Matador. Uh, so do we think... Uh, Mike, do you want to take one? that? Why not? Go for it. El Matador is a... A travesty, I think, to so many different things. Uh, it begins with Tomater, as he as he is existing radi- <laughs> radiators radiator existing, springs. The awful thing he is. And you see, I, I've been trying to I save my energy for cars too. But here's the thing about to- Tomater door. We 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 take ourselves to Spain, if you will. And I want you to picture right now, you you guys, the audience, you guys are smart people. I want you to picture. The way Spain would be presented by by a motion picture in, like, the Silver Age, in, like, 1970, in a way that's not intended to be offensive. However, it is. So I'm, I'm sure you're picturing, okay, maybe they did something like The Running of the Bulls. You're close. Maybe they did something like Matadors. You're warmer. Maybe they did the Olay thing. They did. And, and if you're wondering if they, they said cha-cha, also a thing. So you've got Mater, who is uh, that was later. doing that was the running. One. Or there's, the, I, I get confused. There's a lot of different. They do it in both. There's a, another running theme that I'm sure we'll break down, but the approach to different cultures in the nine short films and the one <clears throat> film <laughs> is very upsetting, to say the least. But still, let, let, let's break down uh, El Matador. So he's fighting these different bulldozers. I'm sure the writer who came up with that thought he was extremely clever. And once he, he starts tackling them and, and handling them and really giving them the business, as it's said. Give them the old, what, we, what's it to you? I'm sorry, we take what a moment, does he give them? He gives them <clears throat> the business. And Thank you for that. Once we take a step back into the, the real world, the frame narrative ends for a second. We have a, a bit of relief from this moment. 
we go over to Lightning McQueen, who states something along the lines of, I'm questioning whether or not the antics of which you were describing happened, to which Tomater says, Shoot, you all know you was there with me. And now Lightning McQueen is being attacked by ravaging bulldozers. Oh, being enlightened right now. I'm, I'm, He's being enlightened. My brain is expanding at an alarming rate. So, uh, once again, Lightning McQueen's fate is left uh, entirely into question as Tomater enjoys himself. But wait. It's not over it's yet. It's not over yet. Here's, here's, here's the problem. We haven't met our favorite two uh, female automobiles. So they, they come out. And I believe they said something like, what was it, ooh-la-la, cha appropriation? One of, one of the, <laughs> what did they say? Yeah. Any, anyone want to help me I out there? Know, no? Like I mean, basically, you can just think of any... I just want you guys to picture Hispan- something offensive, and any, that's what happened. Any Hispanic stereotype from the 1950s... That's what they I just, say. That'll work. I had a moment. I had a moment with this one. I really did. Um, I'm not normally offended. I'm not normally insulted. Today I was both. All right. Great. Move on. Next. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up we have Moon Mater. You want to take this one, Doug? No, you moon take Mater? it. All right. You take it. Take All 13. Moon Mater. Uh, so in this oh, one. Oh, this one. Yeah, this one. Um... Uh, there's a predicament where Apollo 13 is broken down on the moon. No, 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 not Apollo 13. No, Impala. I Impala. Oh, I'm 13. sorry, I didn't catch that. Then listen, Doug, come on. <laughs> Love you, Doug. Don't push me. It's 1970. <laughs> yeah, it's... Is it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's when Apollo 13 went up. That's... There are no rules in the Cars universe. Basically. Uh, so, Apollo 13 is broken down uh, on the moon. So they need a to send a tow truck up there to pull Impala 13 out so they can return to Earth. I mean, if, if, if we're going by the Pixar theory, it's like, I don't know, 9,820. 9, yeah, it's, it's well into the future. Um, so Mater happens to be there, so he uh, climbs into the uh, sentient spaceship and flies up to the moon because, you know what? Yeah. He needed a tow, Ben. Right. Uh, so he gets up to the moon, pulls Impala 13 out, and Impala 13 is trying to tell him all these like fancy technical things, and he just blasts off and starts going back to Earth. To which uh, Lightning McQueen is like, you know, I, I don't know that I believe you. To which Mater responds, Shoot, you ought to know you was there with me. And we flash back to... Uh, Mater's tail, and Lightning McQueen just kind of appears out of nowhere with a giant rocket on him. In space. A common theme in, in these. <laughs> yeah, a common theme. He's flying in, in space with yeah. a jet attached to him. It's a statement about how he's going so fast, he's missing what really matters. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he ends up crashing in the That's ocean. Good, Mike. Um, whereas Mater and Apollo 13 land safely and they live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright, mm-hmm. two-piece Tristan, we'll move on to the next one. Heavy Metal Mater. Great. Mm, Who wants it? Heavy metal. Me. Tristan. Great. Have the floor. Heavy metal Mater. All right. Mater, um, he he's, he has a group. He sings. Called Mater and the Gaskets. Yeah. And um, he's got a band where he's the only one who looks original. Uh, everyone else in the band is just some, I don't know. What, a spare animation render. <laughs> 
No, no. What? What is? Uh, what, it's forklift. Guglio. What's what's name? The guy that the gas Guido. What is Guido? See a forklift. Yeah, I think there are forklifts. You know, you know how it. You know how it is. You start a band. You're the singer. You got forklifts in your band. That's how it is. Three of them. So One they play. Uh, the they, they play like I don't know, like easy listening music or something. Uh, like what seems are the like, lyrics? Seems like old school pop. Um, uh, and suddenly the the song of choice being daggum 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 daggum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're creating a 1960s blues riff or something. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, so, in any case. The drummer, uh, which is, by the way, a forklift drummer. They're all forklifts. Got long, got long arms. They're all forklifts. I know. I know, Ben. Hey, am I telling the story? Or are you? It's me? You're the one who wanted to get through these fast, buddy. Great. All right. <laughs> so they start playing hard rock. They have a concert. To which the song changes to, Daggum, daggum, They start screaming it. And then uh, Lightning McQueen was like, I don't know if this existed or not. Uh, I, I don't know if that happened. To which Mater said, She, you all know you was there with me. And then uh, Lightning McQueen just appears on top of a speaker or something. I don't know where he's at. If you could describe the, the women cars in this scene, Tristan. Um, Gosh, I don't even remember. Because I can. Go ahead. Um, they were uh, clad in leather. Studded leather gonna leave it at that because i already made clear what i think about those cars okay great whatever and uh they there's a big big car with wings goes over the audience and great it's over that's it that's the one it's terrible nope there's two more buddy two more no no yep yep before before we really did not think it could get much worse Oh. And then we watched the first of these two, which I hope it we did. discuss. Uh, which I hope we discuss first. Oh, we thought after that one. Oh goodness! It can't oh, get oh worse. associated deities, please spare us from something what, worse what, than what we saw. What? What's? what's we the were name not of this one. Mater, private eye. So this one's a noir, <laughs> and it has all the cliches of a noir too. It's disgusting. It's because. Like, it's abhorrent. If there is one thing I needed in my life, it was a Pixar film noir. It's a it's Starring a tow tomato. truck with a southern accent trying to do a I don't know what like New York accent because he keeps saying because he keeps saying ah say say it's same gross about, same about New York accent that's like an accent from the thirties that is what? like plagiarized like it's a nineties interpretation of a thirties accent what the heck is wrong with it. I, I Somebody wanna, take it over. I really want to make a plea here to La- Larry the Cable Guy, whose name is Daniel, right? That's his real name, Daniel. Yep, Daniel. Just call him Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> why? Why would, why would you? What are you doing? What, what are you doing on the mic there, man? The sisters are this? in this one more prominently as well. Daniel, mm-hmm. just take a step back. Take a breather. Ask yourself, is it worth the paycheck? Is it really? Get some help. Get some help. Even if it is. Listen to your co-star. It's really Owen not. Because he is not in these. Yeah. Owen Follow Wilson. his lead. Yep. He read those scripts and he was like, wow. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Did he? I don't know. He probably outright rejected the dumb idea. Oh, wow. Um, so the sisters are an important part of this. One of the sisters comes to the mayor's office is a cliche of a dame who comes into someone's office. And she's like, 
Oh, my, 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 private eye. You're quite the private eye. You know how they go. My, my, private eye. Yeah. You are private eye. Thanks for saying what I said. Who does she think took her sister? Um, I don't remember. I do. Big D. Big D. Big D. So, Big D, Big D is a car, an like old that. style car. Um, like, really, I don't know, like an old Rolls Royce, maybe. And, uh... Anyway, Mater goes undercover to try to find Big D and his at his warehouse, a shipping warehouse. Oh, you skipped the best scene. Oh yeah, yeah. He he gets he has to get the information where that's at first. So he goes to a club. No, no, no. He goes to Casablanca. But it's like Casablanca. Well, it's, it's called, called Car- the it's, it's called, called the it's called the Carca Carca Cabana. Oh, is it? Okay, whatever. He goes in. Go ahead, Mike. So we we meet a female car, an an automobile. I would like to know. call her Lachicara oh. Banana. You really can't come up with a with a worse name. Caro con con. Her name might as well Ruta. be like Maria Lopez Pablo E Diego. This woman, <laughs> this woman, this car. Excuse me. She's wearing bananas. And apples and associated fruits of the Caribbeans, and uh, I, know, I know you Dutch don't understand this, right? But please do not antagonize the Dutch. I'm not. I'm not antagonizing you guys. This. It's okay. I'm just saying it's hard to understand sometimes. There are a lot of cliches in America about about anyone that is not America. Exactly. Not the Dutch. We love the Dutch, but if if they're from the south of the border jokes for days unfortunately so this woman uh she cha-cha-chas over to tomater and tomater's talking to her and he's like well shoot i gotta get all this information and she's like well i I don't i don't know this girl and tomater goes well does this look familiar to you and slaps a tire onto the table which in this universe might as well be a disembodied limb (laughs) which is quite the thing you would pull out i think it's casablanca-esque place I think it's currency. It's, think it's tires, meant to be currency. Tires are currency. In, one, let me repeat that. Tires are currency. In this scene, it's some sort of currency. It's some sort of bribing mechanism in any case. So maybe he's saying... Give me the information. I'll give you your limbs back. I'll give you new you tires. You me. I just I walk outside. I put on my fresh kicks. Uh, both Benjamin, $100 bills, walking around <laughs> on those. Because <laughs> it's tires, and that's what they... A form of currency, Mike. Okay, I'll accept that. All right. For now. Better. And they head out, to which um, Tomater is antagonized by these ruffians in the alleyway, and he loses a headlight. He then goes over to the shipyard, where he encounters Big D, who informs him that he'll be sleeping with the fishes, and uh, he's dangled over to water. A good line. A really good line. Excellent line. Good form. And he's dangled over the waters. At the last minute... We, we find out that uh, this was all frame narrative. And we go back to Lightning McQueen, who's saying, I don't think any of this happened. To which Toe Mater says, She, you are no use there with me. And Toe Mater is saved. I love how you keep calling him Toe Mater, not just Mater. I'm calling him Toe Mater. I'm addressing him by his full name. He needs to know what he's done. <laughs> so anyway, Lightning McQueen comes and he, he saves Toe Mater. And, and how does um, he save? I, th- I think he hits the the machine that's holding 
Well, he's Tell part of the uh, police force. Oh, there yeah, is he's that. He's a cop. He, he's, a, he's a cap. He's a, he's, a, he's a rookie cap. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a deep inside joke between me and Mike just occurred. He's, he's quite the character. But the point of the story here, the reason you're listening to this, is not to hear about the the penultimate story, the one that made us sad, the one that made us think this can't be worse. The reason you're listening to this is because I said it can't get worse, and I said this is the worst one. And immediately, as this one ended, what did we see? No, one of you tell me. <laughs> what did we see? We saw an anime... Tokyo Mater! With big eyes. We got Chibi Mater, boys. Light up boards, can, everything. Can, can, can I say something? Please do. It was at this point I realized I hate my life. <laughs> it's true. Uh, this was the first time we had to pause it to just react. Yeah, we kind of had to let Doug and Mike do their thing. Yeah. I think Mike I was rolling Mike on the was floor. Mike was in a fetal position. Yeah, so, yeah. I was in the fetal position was, for was much this of this were experience. Was doing the Squidward thing like Future. I was saying future. I was begging for a future okay. in which these films are not a part of my life. Well. Well, now it will forever be remembered. Shut up, Ben. <laughs> so, uh... That was also said multiple times. Yeah. So... It's probably going to be said many more times than that. So what happens in this little short? I, I think it starts off in Radiator Springs, and Mater is... Mater has to tow a Japanese car, and the Japanese car's like, well, I, I'm, I'm, I live very far away from here. And Mater's like, ah, shoot, ain't nothing uh, can take me away from taking you wherever you need to go. And then, cut to, in the Bay of Tokyo, Mater just emerges from the ocean like Godzilla and uh, has this <laughs> car on worse. his back and just drives up and he's there. Bam, he's made it that far. Um, and then, they run into the street gang not long after that of racers with modified cars and they challenge uh, Mater to a race. A drag race. A dra for some reason. I don't really know why. Maybe because he's a dumb American. He I have no, insulted. I have no idea. He um, was insulted. The uh, gang leader had to be prideful and be like, I'm not right. going to let you mess with me. I'm going to beat you in a race now. It's honorable, as the stereotype right. goes. Honor. Get it? Like, like it's Japan. like Zuko in Avatar The Last Airbender. It's like any Japanese stereotype. Honor! Honor! Uh, yeah. Honor! Anyway. Honor! If so, you guys could picture Fast and Furious Tur Tokyo Drift, that is the aesthetic. Well, that they begin That is the plot! Yeah, but cut down to like a five minute, not even five minute car short. I don't know, this is the longest was, one. Was, did this it have like a length one. of time? Because I felt like it was more of an experience. I think the last one was the longest. But I won't accept an answer that's less than three days. Well, they start the race, and Mater's been, you know, like, hyped up with all of this stuff. Like, he's got new paint, new modifications, making him really fast. A tow truck, really fast. Um, I don't know. I don't, they must have changed his entire... It, it's a glorified paint job. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They start the... By the way, this entire, like, entire time, there's just anime girls. Entire. Just, like, this entire hiding time. in different places. Wow. <laughs> you... Tire. Time. There's little chibi anime girls hiding with big eyes and just saying okay, every like ten seconds. And oh wait, 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 wait! I'm wait, sorry. Wait. I'm what do they say? I'm sorry. No, here's what happens. Tomater arrives, and he drops off the car. 
Right. Do you know what the car says what? in response? D- d- does anyone not remember uh, this? Go on. This I was don't a remember. moment. I, it was. It's that Mr. Obato thing. It was the oh, Domi oh, Roe yeah. Mr. Tomato. End my life. Stop it from happening. Uh, also, this uh, was seven minutes long. No. It feels worse. <laughs> I don't even remember when Lightning McQueen came in this one. Well, but... they were racing... Um, and I... The ninjas came! Yeah, the ninjas came. There oh, were ninjas. There were ninjas! Our ninjas! Alright, so ninjas worked for his opponent and came in to try to stop yeah, them. Yeah, it was a game. And then we flash back to Radiator Springs, and what does Lightning McQueen say? Like, well, how'd you get out of that one, Mater? Well, shoot, you ought to know. You was there with me. Yep, and he pops into existence. I think literally this time. No, he, like, Dragon Ball Z's his way in. Like, he gets a Mortal sure. Kombat intro. Like anime, you know? Because Japan. Lightning McQueen has entered the game. I mean, basically. Sure. So, um... Yeah, Lightning McQueen basically fights off the ninjas and then helps Mater win the race. So the uh, other drag racer, whatever his name was, he becomes Nobody a stock cares. car. Yeah. Irrelevant. Because that's yeah. a punishment. Yeah, the punishment for the losers, they have to be stripped of all their modifiers and become a stock car. Right. Sure. All right, great. So, ratings? <laughs> uh, Number one, I think is heavy metal. Yeah, your favorite the best one? one? I think I think that's the best one. Well, I think my favorite one mm-hmm. is yeah. Let's just do favorite and least favorite, not rank them all. Sure, yeah. Uh, my favorite one is the unidentified flying mater. Fair U- choice. UFM. That's mine as well. Unidentified flying mater. Yeah, it's the sweetest one, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I did like Mator. Maybe it has the least flaws. Yeah. My favorite is Heavy Metal Mayor, and I don't know why. I think the reason I don't like Unidentified Flying Mayor as much is because uh, these shorts came out just like a year after Wally came out, mm-hmm. and I figured that if they were gonna do aliens, they would make them like Eve from Wally, even though she's not an alien. It would have just been like something clever to do. But Lord knows these films are anything but clever. <laughs> every joke made in every short film. And every joke made in Cars 2 is the most baseline, asinine, sophomoric, entry-level thing you could think of. You really enjoyed these things. Shut really up, man. I've been reserving myself. I've been, I've been biding my time. Do you time. realize how hard it is for me to do this thing without cussing? <laughs> so, Doug, what's your least favorite Cars? Tokyo. Tokyo. Tokyo Mater. What is the question? What's your least favorite? A least favorite? This is an exercise in temperament. This is... I'm going to have to go with Tokyo Mater. Just because the opening felt like staring into something that should not be stared at. I, I think for me it's the uh, Private Eye Mater. Because I really like that kind of style of film. And, and it ruined it? And it just like really just... Spat in your face. You really just, just pooped all over it. <laughs> did, it, did, it, did, it did it real dirty. So, I don't like that. Right. I'm going to go with them and say Tokyo Mater. Okay. Yeah, Ooh, so the last right. two were the worst ones, basically. Yeah, um, I think the opening five seconds of Tokyo Mater might be worse than anything else in this yeah. evening. All right, so in short, uh, Mayor's Tall Tales. They were bad. 
But they're on Netflix if you want to go watch them. Don't. Yeah. You can want to. That's respectable. But you still don't have to. Actually, if you could, just email Netflix and tell them, take you off. Cease and desist. Cease and desist. For purposes of emotional emotional (laughs) scarring. Um, Actually, you know what? While you're at it, sue Disney and Pixar for emotional trauma and post-traumatic stress disorder, which cannot be, which cannot be undone without the help of get, get professionals. Out of Drain the swamp. Get them out of there. Fire them. Well, what's the CEO of Disney? Bob Bob Iger. Bob Iger. Bob, Bob Iger. No, I, don't I think care. some jerks are coming Just for get, you. Go grab Walt Disney's dead, decaying corpse. Put put, put it in there. His frozen body. Oh, sorry. Frozen head. No, he's the CEO. He's not the COO. I think he is. No, he's the CEO because he took over from Michael Eisner. Right. Yeah. yeah, and Michael Eisner was the CEO. It's irrelevant who was the CEO. It's This is a penance that needs to be paid by the current person. Well, that's what I'm trying to say, is that Bob Iger is the CEO, not the COO. Okay. I just need suffering to be fallen Hold upon on. someone that is Great. not. I got you, Doug. Oh, my. Us. It's Bob Iger. Who? He is the CEO. Yeah, he's the CEO of Disney. Then he's the one we need to talk to. Who yeah. cares? All right, so I really after, do. Uh, close to 50 minutes talking about uh, Mater's Tall Tales, let's actually get into Cars 2. Great. Well, to be fair, we took about 50 minute break in between this, fair. between the two of them. Fair. We took a long break. We, y'all we did reassessed. Something. Did you say 50 minutes? We thought minutes? about things. Yeah. And y'all, it's been 50 minutes? And, and y'all did something which I would have loved to have partaken in, but <laughs> because of my moral code, I chose not to. We had some cider. They, you abandoned me. You left me to deal with this alone. Doug, you got your whole couch to yourself. You went where I could not follow. We went to where we needed to go to survive, Doug. You would have done the same. Well, I I didn't need it, but it was was tasty. It was. All right. Cars 2. All right. Hey, I got a great idea. Let's do this backwards, okay? What's good about it? Nothing. No, 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 no. So good it's good? Yes. I have one thing to say, and that's... What? Francesco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Okay, Francesco. Francesco, he is so good it's good. Francesco is this Italian car. He's like a Formula One race car. Played by John Turturro. Brilliant casting. He is amazing. He's a national treasure. He is a, a beacon of light shining upon a mountain that is not made of anything good. Even though I'll he basically that. plays every kind of stereotypical minority you could think of, yeah, well, even but though it's Italian, even though like Italians not like a minority, he's made his money doing this in the Transformers films. Yeah, nothing's going to change here. But it's beautiful. He's talking about how how sad Lightning McQueen must be because his friend Mater is has gone off and left him, and he's talking about how how sad he is when when he's not at home to see his mama. But guess who's there? It's his mama. Because I am a home, and my mama is right just, here. Just raise your hand, put all four of your fingers against your thumb, and uh, just shake that. This is that. John Turturro's <laughs> That is John Turturro as Francesca. <laughs> the entire time. You have to assume that during the filming of this movie... Um, he was he, doing this. He was doing this the entire time to stay in character. I'd like to think an intern at Disney Pixar was holding up his hand <laughs> as he was getting tired. I personally that feel a responsibility to give John Turturro a gift 
just for his presence in this film. All right, we're we're about to call in Firth this guy, so I think we need to move on here pretty soon. <laughs> Look, when it's this is okay, the one so... thing we can say that's good about this film. I want to relish I had in one this other moment. Thing that I enjoyed about this movie, it wasn't actually something that happened in. Then no, does right. it really count? Yes, because it was a realization I had. Uh, close to the end of the movie, uh, it's was when uh, Mater kind of breaks out of the clock tower. Ladies and gentlemen, some jerks who talk about movies. Our friend Tom Mater is actually Jar Jar Binks. Oh yeah. I still disagree with that. Because well, I, I personally think that Jar Jar Binks is a much more bearable character than he is. And intelligent and good looking. And, like... You could give Jar Jar Binks a Nobel Prize in every possible category but they before are you same would give. Kind of no, they are Everything not. Everything bad happens to them. They are not smart. They don't actually know what they're doing, but they happen to luck into every single good thing that happens to yeah, them. Yeah, but you want to know what the difference is between the What's two of them is? Is I can tolerate watching Jar Jar Binks for several hours. Okay, but they're the same kind of character. I cannot tolerate watching Toe Mater for five freaking seconds. <laughs> Alright. Oh, shoot. <laughs> shit. You ought to know, you was there. <laughs> so that's I so good, it's good. I well, I have one. Oh, okay. dang. Wow, so, so, so bad, it's good. Oh, we, I thought we were on so good, it's good. Oh, you're doing so bad. So good, it's good. Yeah, yeah are we done yeah. with that? What the heck is that? <laughs> All right. Good what you mean it's just Thank good? you for listening yeah. to our section of so good, it's good. It's been about three minutes, maybe. <laughs> okay, now on to so bad, it's good. Well, I I like Daryl Car Trip. I think that's just so dumb that it <laughs> it's it's like it's so bad, it's good. It yeah. just transcends bad. And really, it's just, it's just all like a lot of the name puns that we got in here. I mean, Daryl Daryl Cartrip wasn't the first one, but yeah. I just I just honorable mention. Like one that uh, stood out to me was Brent Mustangberger. Uh, after the uh, commentator Brent Mustangberger. Mm. I have a so bad it's good. Okay. Yeah. Michael Caine, Sir Michael Caine, <laughs> saying hi <"Hi-yah."> <laughs> And yeah. then I would like to talk about Sir Michael Caine. Is he so, so bad, bad it's, it's good? Bad. Oh, we're getting there. That's going to be the rest of the podcast. Oh, Let's know. just take this moment of refuge. I just want to point that out. Michael Caine, we're coming for you. It's going to be... It's going to be fun. I don't know if there's a polite word of saying it, it's gonna but it's going to be so be much fun. I'm telling you, so. it is so hard to get through this and make this thing family-friendly. Well, I, I also, like, I got to say that the other cars in the races, I understand that it's about Lightning McQueen and Fran- San Francisco, as Mater puts him. That's his new name, San Francisco. It's um, sticking. But I just, I've always had an issue with just how little screen time they get. Like, these are other cars in the in this competition. Some of which die. And they're just expendable. You know, these are like some of the world's greatest racers. And they're just like, ah, oh, let's blow them up. Who cares? They're just kill them. Death. Speaking of killing things, so bad it's good. This movie has a kill count. It's a Disney oh, yeah. movie. This movie starts it's a off. It's a Disney Pixar film, and they're killing like big characters. Like I understand other shows or production companies doing this. I get it. Like you kill main characters. Disney? I don't know. This is something you like. Rogue One I mean, Disney killed off Han Solo. A protagonist kills an untold number of people in the first three minutes of this. Yeah. Yeah. Really does. And we're supposed to like. I don't know if I could like him anymore. 
He murdered people. He murdered untold numbers of cars. Automobile destruction. All right, well. Is that all for so bad it's good? Because no, it like seems here, like it. I feel like here we have to talk about the Pope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure that's not so bad it's no, the worst? No, so bad. It's somewhere in the middle there. No, it's <laughs> not. It's, it's so bad it's good. No, it's Duck, not. I can have my I opinion. swear to the good Lord. If we do not talk about this in So Bad It's Bad, I will hurt you. Oh, fine. Hurt me. Whatever. Uh, do, do whatever transition. you have to do. Is this the transition? Do we really not have anything else Pope? for So yes, Bad It's Good? It? I don't think so. Pope Pinion. Let's the do fourth. it. So Bad It's Bad. No, transitioning from So Bad It's Good to So Bad It's Bad. All right. Pope Pinion the fourth. He's a pope. Oh. He also rides in the Pope Mobile. That's um, right. A car rides in the Pope Mobile. I think they mentioned the Pope Mobile. Maybe. I don't know. Is the, the Pope Mobile Catholic? Yeah, exactly. They say that. Um, which means that they're, um, there's Jesus Chrysler, and there was a Pontiac Pilot, <laughs> and there was a car that was nailed to a, cry, a cross, and it ascended into heaven. In one statement, in one quip by Larry the Cable Guy, we have established the world's <laughs> dominant religions as being canonized within the car's universe. Let me repeat that. Automobiles have deities. Let me repeat this. A car I can't. I can't. in the year 33 was nailed to a wooden cross. A car. A machine. Seriously, anyone with the means to end this. Please. And it bled, I don't know, oil? Was put into a tomb, came out of the tomb in three days, went and, and refurbished. To he came out refurbished. There's a garage, I don't know, heavenly garage. <laughs> Moving on. Doug, Pope Mobile, please. <laughs> please, I need this in my life right now. So, this was the point of the movie where Doug needed to scream. A couple times. He did do these things. This it's was true. the time it's like the middle of the where film. Doug felt yeah. so dirty that he needed to remove clothing from his body. This scene <laughs> insults filmmaking. Insults shirt. thought. Insults all the goodness of humanity. In one Don't you mean car freaking throwaway joke. Don't you... Dare bring this up with me, Tristan Webb. Car vanity. I despise this whole scene. I despise the mere idea that the Pope is a car. No, he's not. I hate, I hate, hate is not a strong enough word. I loathe the idea that there is a Pope mobile in this friggin' movie. I hate it. I hate it so much. I want to destroy it with fire and brimstone and burn it in hell for all of the for the rest of eternity. And for any Catholic Dutch people I out there, I hate this scene. We're, we're not being offensive. We're just sitting <laughs> I needed that. Thank you so much. I'm done. I needed that so bad. I'm done. <laughs> What scene specifically, Doug? Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> uh, it was the scene where um, Mater like toes the 
buy that they have. Doesn't matter. And <laughs> in Italy, right? Does it matter? Okay. He makes some sort I think of clip. I, I think I had to use the restroom. Well, Does it, it? Yeah, you were in the bathroom at this point. Okay. Freaking matter. Well, he was asking. Well, I guess I not, Doug. All right, that ends our podcast. <laughs> it's called Mobile Catholic. The answer is yes. Yes. Uh, so what other things? So bad, so it's bad, bad. It's bad. Michael Kane. Or that. All right. Uh, Michael Kane. Let's do that first. I just... Michael Kane. Doug, do you need a minute before we talk nope. about Nope. Oh, Michael Kane. Okay. Michael Kane. Competent actor. Skilled actor. Nominated for an Oscar. Knighted. won an Oscar. Knighted. You know who else is knighted, Doug? Shut up. Do you know who else is Shut knighted? Shut up, Michael. <laughs> Are you sure you want it, though? He, he, oh. he is a quality gentleman <coughs> with talent and skill. Skills which some other actors can only dream of possessing. And yet he chooses to work in this filth. He also says hi-ya. He says hi-ya. He says hi-ya. He says hi-ya. Michael Caine's awful. I really think it just needs to be Mater. I really... Can we talk about Mater? I've been dying to talk about Mater. Bad is bad. I'd love to talk talk about Mater. No, no, it's not Mater. It is Sir. Sir Toe Mater. All right, I'm going to get on this. I'm going to get on this. So we've got Mater here. I want you to picture a character designed... Doug is taking off his shirt. Doug has has taken off his shirt. Doug feels unclean. Doug wants to feel cleansed. He won't. I want you to picture a character that is hardwired designed to make the audience members as uncomfortable as physically possible. And then take that and make it even more uncomfortable. And make him even more unlikable. Put it on drugs. Make Do something him, to it. Make him the physical embodiment of every disease, every ailment, every hardship, every travesty which has ever been inflicted upon all of mankind. And then you are at the starting point for who the character of Tomater is. Make, make no mistake. You might have made this mistake. It's understandable. You watched Cars 1. It was 2005. It was a different time. We were re- recovering. We're having a good time. You were a child. Remember, remember Iraq? Remember, remember housing being really, really affordable? It's 2005 <laughs> times. It's good times. Cars came out. It's about Lightning McQueen. Oh, hey, there's, it's been a couple years. We got a new movie coming out. It's called Cars 2. I bet it's about Lightning McQueen. It's not. You're incorrect. And also, you're ugly. It's about Tomater. But it's about cars. It's about Tomater. That's what's happening. Tomater, I believe, as we have established, is a blight upon the material plane. And every scene he's in, he inflicts that blight and infects everyone around him. I got a a few quotes here from you guys. Please do. For which there is no cure. Um, Ebola wishes he could be as effective as him. Doug said a couple things. Doug said we could bottle this and drop it on all of our enemies. <laughs> and nobody could touch us. Yeah. Nobody. Doug also said this is like taking comedy and assaulting it in every way possible. That was early on in Mater's Tall Tales. This is before we got to the. We the, haven't even started Cars too. The, the 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 brim of it even. The precipice um, of this. Yeah, you guys go on. Yeah, so that's the thing about Mater. Imagine someone that that is so incompetent. You're trying to find the the polite way of saying that they're incompetent without referring to the word that you're probably thinking of. 
Here's the thing. So it'll be a scene. Let's make up a scene. You've got a car. He's a nice car. Henry the car. He goes over to Tomater. Hey, Toe, how you doing? Well, hey, Henry, how you doing, boy? No, that was too coherent. It literally needs to be like, Hey, there, it's your hair. <laughs> and you just go, and you just go, Hey, that's an interesting thought. You're a real professional. You're really deep undercover because uh, Tomater's assumed to be undercover. It's irrelevant. The plot of this film is irrelevant. Just, he's undercover. Honestly, yeah. He's a spy. It's a spy film. Anyway. Back to the point. <laughs> so, Henry, this car is like, hey, Tomater, that's interesting. Hey, you want to go see a movie? And he's all like, you're done. And he's like, oh, golly gee, mister, that's really interesting. Cool. And uh, he goes off, and it's the next scene, and then it cuts to like, it cuts to Lightning McQueen going, wow, wow, ka -chow. I really need to win this race right now. And Joe Mater shows up, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he just breaks every You're single, every everything single breaks. cultural norm Some of the cars are destroyed. Tokyo is insulted. The, he, he they're eats, seeks to emancipate just, themselves from him. I, I, there's so many things he does wrong that's in, the in scene. one scene. Yeah, and that's in Tokyo, and then everyone's all insulted, and then it cuts over to the race, and he's like, Wow, wow, ka -chow. I need you to help me out here. Wow. And he's just like, Fails that. Uh, somehow gets inducted into the spy agency, and the spies are like, Hey, we need you to do this important thing. Would you like to do this thing? And they're like, Wow, he's so good at being undercover. He's undercover right now in front of us. And uh, so they go off, and then now it's like more of a mystery thing. And then they go to this new location, and they're like, "We got to meet this guy." They met met this man. He's the top of his class. He's Tomater, and Tomater's like, "That's the movie." I'll spare you the rest of it. And if you're thinking, "Wow, that bit went on for far too long," imagine it going on for two hours. This movie was not too long. Mater's the bit. Are you sure about do, that? Do, do do you know in in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom when that like cult of yeah, people starts? St Wait, what? Did you have my mic cut off? Not completely off. I turned you down. You were you were a little loud. Okay, well then let me repeat it then. Okay, so do you remember in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom when there's that cult of people who like they reach into people's chests and rip out their hearts and then set them. And then set them ablaze. I think I firmly believe, in fact, that that would be more pleasant than watching no, no, this no. movie. You, you want to have, have a better comparison? Hold on, hold on. You want to have a better comparison? You know when you're watching uh, uh, one of those older films where, it's, where you have kind of a lovable side character, and he's like, he's silly. Like think like Forrest Gump. He's actually the main character in this film, but besides the point, he's kind of he's kind of you know he's down. He's like I'm not a smart man, but he's actually got a lot of endearing qualities. Yeah, you know that? This is nothing like that. He's horrible. <laughs> nope. Tomator is nope. horrible. No. I, I'm telling you, I just, he is Jar Jar Binks. Imagine Jar Jar Binks being no, Jar Jar the primary Binks. character in a movie. Do you uh, remember? This is, this is worse than remember? that. I'd rather watch that. I, Do you remember the episode of SpongeBob in which SpongeBob is having a dream and he invades all, he in, like, he invades all the other dreams of all of his friends and family? And he goes into the dream of Gary the Snail, whose only line is, Meow. Um... And he walks up to Gary, and Gary's just like, Oh, Spongebob, how are you doing? Um, welcome to my library inside my head. 
And SpongeBob's like, wow, Gary, you can talk? Well, yes, just because you can't hear what I say doesn't mean I'm not intelligent. Jar Jar is Gary. Mater is a cancerous spore which must be eradicated from this earth if we are ever to survive as a species. I think Tristan wants to say something. Jar-Jar yes, is not I, Gary. I, I just made this connection. So, like, I've never seen Indiana Jones. Wait, what? Oh, dear. I've never seen Indiana Jones. I mean, I'm not going to get on it. It's just, what? Sure. Anyway, so you were, you were talking about how they ripped somebody's heart out, right? And set it on fire. In Scooby-Doo, the live-action movie, they do a similar thing with this device where it rips people's souls out of their chest. Is that is that a reference? Probably. Possibly. Okay. I'm just uh, curious. It's been a while since I've seen Scooby-Doo. Also, That's another one. Another I would like to make a do. firm contention that every live-action Scooby-Doo movie that has ever come out, there are four of them. There were two that oh. were there were two that were released in theaters. One which was released on Cartoon Network, and one which was released on DVD. There are four I live firmly, action ones. I remember yep. three of those. I remember two. One just came out. It's just about oh, Vel- it just it's just out? about Velma and Daphne. Okay. Yeah, what? I guarantee you, it's better one, than buddy. this film. It could win. It could sweep the Oscars compared to this film. I feel like if this, this film, film you yeah. know you know how there's these things called the Raspberry Awards they're like the yeah. anti Oscars right this film is not good enough for a Razzie a Razzie looks at this and goes that's too bad this film is insulting to children it's insulting to parents it's insulting to old people it's insulting to young people it's insulting to men it's insulting to women it's insulting to people it's insulting everywhere. To everything that has ever existed, will ever exist, and currently exists. It's like a fifth-dimensional atrocity. The Black Plague wishes it could affect people on this greatest scale. Y'all really enjoyed this movie, didn't you? I want to go so bad. I was actually in the fetal position for about 20% of this. Oh, yeah, I remember. I hate this film. Cool. Do you anything else you want to say? Mater's really bad. When I leave this <laughs> Can place... Can we get back on this? When I leave this place, I do not feel I will be well. I feel that I have been infected by a virus. You've been done dirty. Which, while it does not... While it may cause pain initially, it is not the purest form of torture that you will undergo whilst carrying this affliction. I feel that several days, several weeks, months, years from now, I will look back on this night as one of the lowest, most painful, arduous, torturous, irreparable nights of my life. It's just a long-winded boy. It just dawned on me that we have not even explained the plot. Wait, there's a plot? Did we need to? Oh, wait, was there? I swear, if we talk about this movie any longer, I might hurt somebody. Great. If you want to talk about how bad Mater is, talk about it. I I just, I, there's not much of me left. I don't, I don't have it in me. I can't either. To talk much less about Uh, this. This movie, okay, I'll say this, I'll, I'll say this. Pixar was on the top of their form right before this came out. Other than Cars, which was kind of known to be kind of an eh film. 
everything they put out was hits. They were even on cars. fire. Even cars. Car- cars was, was generally just like considered a pretty the worst good film. of their films, but worst it was of still the best. pretty good, you know? Yeah, it, it's it's still a very acceptable picture. Yeah. And then, it, right. it was the point where like your worst is far better than everybody else's worst. Exactly. The, their window of success is so high. At this point, you had DreamWorks, which couldn't even get close. They couldn't get their act together. They're over there doing films that nobody's even remembered. The sixth Shrek. Yeah, they're on Shrek number seven. Which is really funny, because, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, okay, if a movie like Cars 2 came out from, like, DreamWorks, where they do have some very clear ups and downs in their filmography, it wouldn't be be seen as bad. It would just be seen as mediocre, I think. It's it's definitely who produced this. Yeah. Specifically, Pixar producing this we, we know now and it was that pixar's Pixar not at the height of their game it is and and we know now that pixar's not infallible we've seen everything they put out between like 2010 and 2015 we, we've seen it they're not amazing they they have mistakes they're human they have errors but we didn't know this when cars 2 came out think about the generation of people and you don't have to think very hard because it's us think about the people like think about the the families that went to go oh man Oh, golly, I can't wait to see this next Pixar film. I'm sure it's the best. And you know what they got? Cars 2. They got Cars 2. I was never really hyped about Cars 2 anyway. Yeah, same. Like, I... Wait, Ben, you never saw Cars 1. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I wasn't hyped about Cars 2. Okay, but still, like, when it comes to Pixar films... <laughs> what I said was not wrong. At that age, I was like... Okay. <laughs> Shut up, Ben. At that age, I was super... <laughs> Excited about any Pixar movie coming out, and I wasn't ha- I wasn't excited about that one. I mean, it's it was it's just the beginning of a long line of terrible Pixar films. Subjectively terrible, I suppose. This this film is the 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 bringer of the things to come. It it cannot only be blamed for being a bad film; it can be blamed for being a precursor to the fall of the glory days of Pixar. This is the end of an era. Yeah, this is a coda. On an otherwise majestic symphony. Right. I don't know if they'll ever come back. And even if they do, even if they do, this cannot be undone. It will not be forgotten. And those who love to experience it will never forget. I want to say a word. Uh, If you... If you've seen... If you haven't seen Cars at all... Ben, you got off on the wrong foot. I'll just go ahead and say that. You yeah. should have never watched this film. Ben, honestly, watch the other movies. They're not that bad. Just watch. If you've never seen Cars, just watch Cars 1, and then watch Cars 3 and pretend that's Cars 2, okay? <laughs> pretend that's the sequel, because there's nothing in Cars 2 that you need to know to watch yeah. Cars 3. Because Cars 3 is a, is a, would be a perfect sequel if it happened right after Cars 1. Uh, one thing I do want to add to what uh, Michael was saying about uh, sequels in Pixar, I feel like Pixar is starting to redeem itself in terms of qualities, or in terms of quality of its sequels, having just released Finding Dory, which, while some people may not have liked it, it did really well. Incredibles right. 2 was yeah. incredible. Better. Incredibles 2 Don't was you dare pretty good. smile at that, Ben. F- Finding you Dory was pretty good. That. Incredibles 2... I, I really enjoyed Incredibles 2. I still like the first one better. But Pixar has proved Same. that they know how to do sequels. They're not going to... At least now. Yeah, they... Monsters University, mm-hmm. eh. 
I like Monster Cars too. No. Did it happen? Well, here's like the problem, that, though. Here's the rare, problem. Because, like... You found it, Doug? Huh? You found the problem? Yeah, well, not really. But, like, they had done Toy Story 2 before this, which, I mean, I know that <coughs> that may not be y'all's... This may not be y'all's opinion, but in mine and several other people's opinions, Toy Story 2 is the better sequel. <coughs> yeah. This also came out after Toy Story 3, which a bunch of people consider to be the best Toy Story movie. Right. So, I mean, like, they knew how to do... So why? Well, I guess what I'm saying is they proved that Toy Story, getting the sequels for that, wasn't just like a... Well, we can do good sequels for this one story, but not anything else. They definitely... They're at this point now with Pixar. They're at this point where they could turn it around. And they've kind of paid their price. But I think... I think a certain character said it best. If you'll remember, Cars 2 came out in, I believe, 2011. And in 2012, we had a second film... It was called Brave, and in Brave, we we had a character good. who 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 poses a question to the audience, I and mean, it goes something like this. Oh, I don't know what you're about to do. If it can change your yep, fate, would you? And so I think Pixar, <laughs> now having this moment to reflect <laughs> on their fate. <laughs> Could Sorry, change what it. That? What was that? But the question is, would you? Will they? <laughs> will they? I think they did. I think, I think they, they. I think they have the possibility. I think they've they've come out on the other side of this valley, but this valley is permanently etched in the history of Pixar. Yeah. It is a blight that was brought about by a rusted pickup truck. And I think it did a good job of showing. You know, the people running Pixar is like, hey, we have to put out something better. We have to try. Right. And I feel like some of the more recent Pixar movies we've gotten have been incredible. Like, you look at Incredibles 2, Coco. Inside Out. Inside yeah. Out, yeah. Like, those are some incredible They are movies. game changers. Right. They have the chance. They can change their fate. I feel I like they have. We'll have I to think see we if they still continue. need to see that they. I, it's continue. still. I. I'm. I'm hurt. I'm like that person that grew up, and then that girl broke my heart, and I still have trust issues. I don't know if Pixar can be trusted yet. They. They got and some we work just, they gotta do. And I just. It's. It's like I went back and I thought about all the bad things that 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 some some somebody had faulted me on. I saw Cars too. I saw what happened. It's fresh in my mind. So I hope they improve, but it's a long road ahead. Well, let's do our ratings. Right. So for uh, those of y'all who have never tuned into an episode of our podcast before, uh, we rate movies on a bit of a different scale. We call it the bad scale. Uh, it starts off as a normal scale of 1 to 10. Uh, if we rate it as a 5, that means it's just a movie. Uh, if you rate it between 1 and 4, that means it's so bad it's bad. Uh, from 6 to 10, so bad it's good. Then as the titular jerks, we also have the option to either add 5 or subtract 5, meaning it can go all the way up to 15, which means it is a genuinely good movie, or it can go down to negative 5, which means it could burn in hell. We have two movies to rank, so okay. let's begin <clears throat> with Major's Tall Tales. Ben, would you like to start? Sure. Uh, so for Major's Tall Tales... Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> if someone else has their ranking, or their... 
ratings ready that can say it while I'm thinking? Uh, for I'd... Mater's Tall's Tales, I'd, I'd give it a, uh, I'd give it a negative four. That's how I feel. It's like, I want to give it worse, but I want to leave room to give something else an even worse score. Yeah. So because of so that, I'm going to go negative four. All right. Okay. I'm going to go negative four because we got to have some room. All right. I swear... I swear, if you pull some bull crap, what's your score, Ben? There were times I did find it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And that's why it's not a negative five. It's a negative four, right, Ben? Slightly enjoyable. So I will say a negative two. Let let me change my answer. I'm going to go with negative two as well because the, the, there was one that was a little sweet. By the way, I have to mention, this is a kid's movie, okay? It's for kids. Stop saying that. It's not a valid excuse. It is. So the final ranking for Mater's Tall Tales is negative three. And now for uh, Cars 2, Tristan? Negative five. Negative four. Negative five. Negative five! What the heck, Ben?! Perhaps a negative six for you, Doug? Actually, no! You want to know something? I'm a freaking jerk! I helped you start this podcast! Negative seven! Because this is far worse than Grease 2, Ben! This is far worse! I'm not going to lie, I enjoyed this movie more than Grease 2. Go die in a hole. Alrighty. I loathe this film. What's that put us at? Uh, negative 5.25. You're <laughs> darn right it does! <laughs> oh, well, we broke the scale. We broke our You're own scale. You're darn right we <laughs> did. We broke the scale and how bad it is. Bump this movie! I can only hope that our next film cannot be as bad as what we just uh, encountered. It won't be. I promise you, it won't be. <laughs> So does anybody know of any movies that are coming out this week? I don't care. I don't know care. if I like. Honestly, films. I don't know. Honestly, I don't okay. know of anything. That's well, coming I, I got one. Okay, Tristan, let's uh, The Sisters Brothers. Okay. Looks like a pretty good one. It's a western. It's got John C. Riley and someone else in it. I don't remember. You know, I feel like he is a very underrated actor because he does really good work. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a good guy all around. Like a good a good all around actor. It's very funny too. Um. Yeah, I am looking forward to that. Probably won't go see it in a theater because why? Who Money does it? Who does it these why? days, right? But um, I don't know. It looks interesting. I'll watch it at some point. Yep. Uh, well, next week, be sure to join us. Uh, not me. Yeah, Doug. Unfortunately, will not be here. He needs I have time a to recover. Prior yeah. engagement, which I must attend yeah. to. We might, also, have, we, we might have a guest. Who oh, knows? we will have a guest. We will have a guest. Make sure you tune in next week to find out who that guest is. Uh, and Ben, what are we watching next week? Well, we are watching The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl and y'all, 3D. And y'all definitely be sure to check into that, because I'm telling you it's not going to be as bad as this one. Uh, I know for a fact. It should certainly yeah, I mean, be. it's not possible, so of I course. know for a fact <laughs> it's not as bad as this. There you go. Um, I just remember... I remember that there's George Lopez. Okay. Uh, this is another movie I've never there's, seen. There's... I won't say it, then. I won't say it. Oh, okay. 
I don't want to say it. What? George Lopez's character is uh, really goofy. I remember all of anyway, there's it's a great well, look, it's a great time. Well look, I just read a play and the title of the play reminded me of a specific line from Sharp Boy and Lava Girl that I've been quoting over and over in my head this week. Um, also, there's a young Taylor Lautner in this movie. There is. That. If you forgot about that one. So, y'all be sure to check into that next week. And then, that's episode 19. And the next week is our 20th episode. Um, we have something very special planned for oh, y'all. So, be sure to check. I might, have to, I might have to break a scale that week. Um, I might. I am looking forward the to scale it. may be forever changed that yeah. week. <laughs> Um, but yeah, tune in next week. Find out what we're going to be talking about. Uh, yep. In the meantime, you can like us on Facebook, Some Jerks Who Talk About Movies. You can also subscribe on our website, somejerkspodcast.com. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, once again, thank you to Ben for setting up the website, and thank you to Casey for our wonderful illustration. Um, guys, yeah, I think that's going to be it all. I think that's going to be it for us this week. Man, this was a terrible movie. <laughs> but for all of us jerks who talk about movies, I'm Doug. I'm Michael. I'm Ben. I'm Tristan. And we look for perks and talked with jerks. We're just jerks who talk about movies. Y'all have a great week.